from KFNX News Talk Radio 1100, it's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. Why, hello everybody. This is Chatterbox Video Game Radio. I'm Alon. And I'm Ara. And so we uh, we talk about video games. If you want to give us a call, it's 866-536-1100. That's, of course, if you're listening live. If you're not, feel free to just head over to our website, chatterboxgameshow.com. You can email us if you want us to talk about something or if you want to talk to us about something. Um, haven't gotten a lot of emails lately. I think we got one last year. Not last year, last week. And last year. Several last year, but last week there was one uh, that I got and didn't talk about it. Now I I shouldn't even bring it up, because now I don't remember it. I don't have it in front of me. And I totally but didn't get it. I want to thank whoever it is that emailed us, because we appreciate it. Uh, clearly it wasn't that awesome, because we didn't talk about it last week. So, um, this week there's quite a few things to, to discuss. You see what I got here? You I see, see a book that I can't pronounce. That's right. You see... Sixth Cent? Six Cent Mihaly... Okay. What see? This is I love this because the guy's name is so long that it requires two lines on the cover. Is that one? It's not normally a hyphenated name. No, this is one person's. Oh, name. that's hilarious. Yes, and whoever designed this cover is awesome. So there's this guy, and his name's uh, I think his first name is Mahali, and his last name is Chicksaid Mahali. He's the author of Flow. And right, and so by I'm the vi- the video game flow or just something no! some book called flow. Oh no, that's something very different. Okay, okay, that's that's like kind of comparing like um isn't that like Genova Chen or something? Yeah, that's like kind of comparing um like a scientist to like slap chop. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> slap chop. Okay, but anyway, okay. um. Yeah, so this guy wrote this book called Flow, and I just have in my hands this other book that apparently is, like, the real book that, like, Flow was based off of. Like, this one that I'm holding right here, it's called Beyond Boredom and Anxiety, is, like, supposed to have all the real meat that uh, Flow is missing, the book Flow. And what, or so what I've been is told. Flow supposed to be? And And Flow, well... I haven't read this, but based on what I know and not having read all the stuff, it's this special state of performance, basically, right? Now, the reason why this book is called Beyond Boredom and Anxiety is because there is this flow state in some ways, I think, kind of like sits in between those extremes, right? So the idea is that when you're most productive and most fully engaged in a lot of other good things, you're in a state of flow, and if you're in too anxious of a state, you can't be in flow. But if you're too bored, you also can't be in flow, right? So you gotta. So this is when you're just like zenning out. This is no, not at all. This is that's the bastardized slap chop version. Okay? okay, it's not about zenning out. It's just in a balanced state where you're engaged and challenged enough, but not so much that it's actually impacting your performance. Right. So it has nothing to do with zenning out in any way whatsoever. Right. You ever, you know, like you've played, you've played these music games. This is the best example, I think. You've played Rock Band. You know, you're in the flow. You're totally in the groove. In a certain song, sometimes you get a perfect. 
Yes. That's that's the flow. I think that's what I meant when I said zenning out. Yeah. But, okay, if you meant that, if that's what zenning Clearly, out is there, to you... There, there is no clear definition of zenning out, so I can't blame you for not knowing what I was, okay. what I was trying to fair, say. Fair but, enough, right? But I don't, I don't want people to get these misunderstandings that there is necessarily, like, a sereneness or a lack of activity to that type of state. No, I'm, I'm, what right. I mean is, like, you're, you're really focused and you're accomplishing, like, the, what they call in the zone. Yeah. Right. I'll take that. This is something we've definitely talked about in the past. I didn't expect you to be bringing in a book about it. Well, I didn't bring it on purpose, but I got it because this is going to keep me company on my uh, plane trip this week. Oh, okay. So I'll have something to do besides clutching all four corners of my food tray. And what has... uh, Are you a nervous flyer? Well, what what gave you that idea? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Listen, once you get up in the plane, you're either going to live or die. Like, it's pretty binary, so you just got to, like, getting on the plane in the first place before it gets off, that's where the tense oh, trust, trust decision me. comes into play. Trust me, I'm very self-aware of all these things. Once you're up in the air, there's nothing to be nervous about, because you can't do a damn thing about it. So, right. And that always totally works. Unless it's a hijack scenario, in which case you could definitely impact the results somehow. So then be nervous. Yeah. Okay. And, and wear a belt. All right. Always wear a belt. Why? Because, man, you can use it as a weapon if you need to. That's smart, yeah. I, I'll do that. We've we've done almost 400 shows. Sure. Um, and only half of them I've done wearing a belt. But I, I'm not saying wear a belt all the time. But in a situation like that, um, I, have I ever told the story about what like, like the one time you decided to wear a belt and then you used it to successfully save your own life? Not save my life, but like attack it, the dude who robbed me. Really? At the store, and I've told the story to people many times in my life, but I don't know if I've ever told it on the air. Well, I'm now considering getting a very heavy and sharp belt. I must have alluded to it at some point. Yeah. Whatever. We'll save it for another day when someone cares. It'd be one that will shoot bullets in 360 degrees directions. That would be a really bad idea, because you would <laughs> probably get hit by it. So, um, you're going to have this book on your trip to keep you company this week, uh, or, or on the Yeah, we flight. can move on. There's, what else have you been doing to keep yourself company Man, you know during what? the week? You know what else? It's... There's like three games I'm really, really into every year, right? Like three or four or one game that I'm really, really actually interested in, right? Like I'm anticipating a game. I don't often anticipate games because I've been burned in the past repeatedly, mm-hmm. right? But there's, um, yeah, one of these games was supposed to come out today. So I'm like, all right, let's go to Amazon. Let's. Uh, you know what game did come out today? Check it out. Um, I don't know, Gears of War or something. Gears of War. Yeah, wasn't it? That's not the one I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Gears of War, unless you want to, I don't know. No, I like, I think, it's funny, because every other game show out there right now is talking about right. that. Right, and that's why we're not talking and about And you and I are like, oh yeah, that came out, I don't think either of us played it. <laughs> so, or the demo, or any anything to do with that game. Yeah, but we have, well, later on maybe we have something that has something to do with it. But, sure. anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, Yeah, so, this, this is Gradius type game it's called uh otomedius what otomedius and it it came out came out in japan they made like two of them and the later one is actually coming out here and and the 20th today was the release date i don't know i don't know why they changed it but now it's november 1st and i can't buy it oh that means it's not real so oh it it better be real I think I have a couple of speculative. When they move things to the first or the last day of the month, it's fake. Really? Yes. No, I don't believe you. It is. I, this is this one's going to be real. 
Unless it's a Tuesday. No, this one's actually going to come out. And it's too. not a Tuesday. Would you like to wager money on whether this game actually comes out or not? Uh, I wouldn't wager money on that exact question, but whether or not it comes out on that date, I would guarantee it won't. Oh, well, I don't care about that. They'll probably delay it again, for my luck. But Oh, it is a Tuesday. Okay. All right. I'll so buy it. So you're going to retract your, uh, yeah, your challenge? Yeah, it's possible. Okay. It's possible. Still unlikely. Anyway. Right. Um... I'm like thinking about okay, like what are the reasons why they could do this, right? Um, clearly, why they could do what? Move it? Yeah, because it's not done. No, no, this game's been done. I mean, now maybe there's Has some it been kind localized? of localized. Now it's probably based on what I know about the game. Maybe it's because something happened and it's not done yet, right? But this game was like finished like a year ago, right? And it's had all plenty of time for localization. So it could be something that has just come up, right? And I mean that happens all the time. But I'm like, I don't know, I've just got the sinking feeling that, like, the marketers were like, oh, let's, you know, this game isn't going to sell that much, so let's not, you know, let's not release it during the, uh, you know, during the, the Christmas season or, or holiday season or anything like that. Like, let's just put it out during the, the lazy, slow months, you know? That's what you, they should have done yeah. for this game. And then, but then, like, I'm thinking that, like, you know, maybe they were like, oh, no, now we... You know, now we think that uh, we should really just put it out during the, uh, you know, the, the the holiday season, and it'll make more money that way. That's the only thing I think that it could legitimately be that um, they just can't make up their minds about what would be the best timing, and they're changing their minds. And I only say this because in my my professional experiences in the past, it seems like not everybody, but enough to be annoying. Marketing loves constantly changing their mind about what something is and you know, when they're going to do something and how they're going to do it. You know, I, I'm, I would bet that the move was based on on that, if, it, if the game's been done for so long, right? I'm sure it was just a question of, uh, you know, marketing, timing, that whole thing. But it's silly. This game definitely should have been released in July. Yeah. You know? Here's the thing, right? It's Because like, nobody's I, buying I'm, it for Christmas. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't think that publishers in general fully appreciate the impact of changing release dates after they announce it especially on games like this because it's like okay well this is not a very well-known game this is absolutely a niche game right i'm following it now right and i'm i'm expecting it to come out now and that's been like on my mind right because that's when they told me it was going to come out and like now that it's delayed it's like well maybe when november comes around it won't be on my mind anymore so did you get ready in silver gun no, but I did play it. Like the demo, you mean? Yeah. 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 I figured you would you would be on that. It's it's well, you know what? It's a game that I've played ten thousand million times before. Oh, uh, see, I never really played it much. And it's it's a very slick game. It's very nice. I think that the um right, so it just came out on XBLA. I think that the new implementation is really really slick. It's very smooth. It's very clean. What did they change it? Well, it's smoother. Yeah, they had to. Uh, they they redid some effects, and you know they they redid, re-implemented some other visual things for the new HD format. So, did they use more screen real estate, or is it still the same? No, no, nothing like that. They didn't like change the game fundamentally in any way. They just made it look nicer. Okay, and it's, it's nice. They also it's add some, I read that they added some. Um, what was the pseudo sequel to that game? Ikaruga. Yeah, they added like an Ikaruga mode to it. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know what that's about. Might not be available in the demo. Could be, it's yeah, it's definitely not available in the demo. Yeah. Um, could be awesome. Could be whatever. 
Um, Radiant Silver Gun, it's funny because somebody told me that, that the original copy of that game, maybe now isn't, isn't worth as much as it used to be, but, uh, of course. I've heard that it's been, like, it's gone for several hundred dollars on auction. Um, I definitely knew that it was in the, like, 200 range. Yeah. Um, you maybe, have an original copy though, don't you? I, I do, and I will not disclose my address at this point. Yeah. Um, were there multiple printings? Like, do you have, like, one of the originals, or did they make it several times? I don't, you got like the cheesy. I don't know if there were multiple printings. If whether they were or not, like I definitely have the first one. Okay. Right. So you I have an authentic. I have a th- on the authentic Sega Saturn. Yes, original copy. Japanese copy of Radiant Silvergun. Yep. Yeah. I have Ikaruga for Dreamcast, uh, Japanese. Yeah, little, and everything. little less uh, street cred with that one. Yeah, nobody's really interested in that now that it came out in 50 different places. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. You know, there's not always that really awesome games come out on XBLA, so I think this is one of them. All right, well, we're going to break. We'll be right back, and I'm going to talk about Amazon Goldbox. Arizona's News Talk Leader, KFNX, AM 1100. And we are back. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Oh... Sponsored by University of Advancing Technology. Go to uat.edu to learn about the programs they have to offer. Now, I said I was going to talk about Amazon Goldbox. Do you know why I'm going to talk about Amazon Goldbox? Um, they've done something that uh, irritates you tremendously. Amazon did not. No. But it's related to, to Amazon's Goldbox today. So every once in a while, they'll do this uh, like day of games where all of the gold box deals are related to games and this is this is the thing where like every hour during the day like there's some kind of deal and you have to be present in order to see what it is yeah it's not every hour it's like every two hours but something like that same idea like gold box every day they do gold box deals and they rotate throughout the day and it's just the fact that they said these are all going to be video game related ones right and then they give you some from time to time yeah and they tell you in advance like they make up some quirky little line about like at 4 p.m you know welcome back to the i don't know the stage of history right and yeah. it's selling soul caliber something like that right they uh, give you like a hint of what it's going to be yeah. coming up now in this case they gave one that was clearly mortal Kombat because it said mortal Kombat in it you just didn't know which mortal Kombat, but it's obvious it was going to be the new one are you ready to engage in mortal Kombat? yeah it was cheesy like that so uh what it ended up being was mortal Kombat collector's edition um, so we're all familiar with the fact that uh, the new Mortal Kombat, which was just titled Mortal Kombat, came out recently. And it's actually done really well. Um, it's very successful. There were three different versions of the game. The uh, the standard game, the collector's edition, which came in a large box that had these two bookends. Like One bookend was Scorpion throwing his spear into the bookend. Okay. And then the other one was the, the, the spear coming through the bookend and impaling Sub-Zero. I see. It's actually pretty cool. Very nice. Right. And it comes with an art book and, of course, the game. And uh, this is normally 100 bucks. And then there's also the tournament edition, which is, um, you know, a cool-looking joystick, although I heard the joystick was kind of lame. Um, but that's from people who really have high standards. Um, 
so it, it's a joystick made with somewhat realistic parts and shaped well, uh, and it opens up. You can put store the game inside and then close it down on the hinge, right? And it has the buttons obviously laid out like Mortal Kombat style. The, uh, you know, 2-2, two, two, and then the block button in the middle, and then the run button on the lower left. Do you remember this? This not, pattern? Not at all. You weren't a Mortal Kombat player? No, not Mortal Kombat. Okay, me. it's basically buttons in, in the shape of an X, right? So there's one, two, three, four, and five. I'm I'm showing him in the air. I'm sure our listeners okay. are familiar with this. Yeah. They don't need to see me do it. Sure. Let's let's assume I anyway, know exactly what you're saying. Anyway, it's not the Street Fighter layout, is right. my point, right? I already have a joystick with Street Fighter layout. I don't have a joystick with Mortal Kombat layout. Getting the tournament edition would be nice. So anyway, the Amazon uh, Gold Box deal was the collector's edition, not the joystick one. Uh, it's the one with the bookends. And I thought, well, you know, uh, cool. So there's three editions. There are three. The normal me. one, the collector's edition with the bookends, and then the tournament edition that has the joystick. And normally, like, the Mad Cats joysticks for Street Fighter, they've always, you know, been like 130 or $150 or something. And so getting the game and this joystick, it's not horrible for 150 bucks. I, I have no idea how much it retailed for. I think it was 150 you know, They made very few of them, though. It's hard to find. Um, anyway, the Gold Box deal was for the collector's edition with the bookends. Normally 100 bucks, They were selling it for 50 bucks. And I thought to myself, I was there during the day. I actually set my alarm to see what, what is it really... That's going on sale, and it was it was what I just described, and I thought, oh, I should do that, fifty bucks, and I realized, you know what, I'm not going to. Can you guess why I didn't do it? Because the price was bad. Fifty dollars for that. I mean, it's half off, not so bad. I've been meaning to get the game anyway, and normally you'd pay like sixty bucks for the game. I'm sure I could get it for less. Right. You, but, you think you can get the game and the joystick better separately? Well, that's one possibility because they. There's this tendency to dump anything that comes in a physically large box, uh, and I don't know if all of our listeners think this through, but like you know how Rock Band like went on sale at Toys R Us for like ten dollars with all of the equipment and stuff, and they've been selling off the Tony Hawk skateboards and Amazon I, always I sells. I these sales, but please yeah, continue. that happened recently. And Amazon like when Halo Three came out and there was the edition that had like the Halo uh, Master Chief helmet, right? You could buy it for like 150 bucks up front. Um, but then Amazon sold it for like $40 a few months later. Wow. Right. It's because they're unloading these things that are large. and uh, they got to get rid of it. Companies don't like storing large things. You, you think you can get a better deal at a retail store is what you're telling me. Well, retail or Amazon or whatever. That's that's one. I'm just these are there's a couple reasons, but the, that's not the primary reason. I'll explain this in a second. But first of all, if you're hold if you want get, to get one of those super fancy editions, um, Americans don't seem to to jump at them like like I think they do in other places, or like Americans jump at the idea of getting the Japanese uh, collector's edition things. Yeah, because it, the way they do it is often so much cooler than the way we do it. Yeah, like we've always thought to ourselves, oh my god, they get such cool stuff with their their games in Japan, and then they yeah. started doing that in America, but they do it. Minus with, the like, cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's because it's like I mean it's I don't know maybe it's the I don't American know if way. I don't know if it's simply because it's not the stuff that we like. As soon as it becomes accessible, it becomes less interesting. Yeah. Well, I I think that it's just because the the companies identified a demand for it, but they don't, you know, they want to maximize their profits above all else, right? So, you know, never, you know, they they should never shudder to think that you know they would ever actually do something and spend a little more money for something higher quality that they would make a little less yeah. profit on although i should tell you that i saw an unboxing of the collector's edition for mortal Kombat, and the guy who's doing the unboxing uh, seemed uh 
sure that the bookends for the Mortal Kombat thing were actually of relatively high quality. Of course, maybe his standards are just very low because he's American. There's there's always exceptions, too. I mean, you know. Anyway, so I'm just telling you, uh, the listener, just as a PSA here, um, if you're interested in one of those those big collector's editions and you're not in any rush to get it right away, uh, wait, and it'll guarantee be on sale for at least half off like it was today. Um, and I expect the one with the joystick to be on sale somewhere for, for very little money. Although the joystick is sort of a special case because it's got a, a large amount of utility. Right? People would actually yeah. use the joystick, whereas right. bookends and helmets and things you know, yeah. are just for visual, and they're just wasting space on the shelves. Um, anyway, the real reason I didn't do it is this. You know how they have all that downloadable content? Um, for Mortal Kombat, you download yeah, this okay. character for five bucks and that character for sure. five bucks and this character, or you get the yeah. season pass for twenty-five bucks. Or I think it's twenty-five. Um, I'm guaranteed or twelve different options that are each just combinations of the other options. Exactly. Although I don't think that they're doing that with this, but there's a okay. bunch of different downloadable content. And I thought, and with a fighting game, like you don't want to not have a character. You want them all, which is one reason I hate downloadable content because then you don't have the real game. Um, well, especially if they frame it like you're missing something in the game if you don't have that DLC, like oh, in a game menu. That's just evil. We've talked like, about that too. Yeah, they did that to Dirt but, 3, but go on. But on top of that, it's also not transferable, right? So if I get, if I buy the disc and then I buy all the extra characters and I decide to give you the disc, you don't have all the extra characters. Yeah, right? so what happens to those? They're all gone, aren't well, they? Well, in a game that's of high enough popularity, you know that they're going to release some sort of final penultimate big game of the year whatever funky edition that costs half as much as the initial game right. and has and, all of the downloadable content everything. built in and that is the reason i'm not buying this game right now because you're anticipating this ultimate version coming out. it's it's all but guaranteed that you it will think happen so? and so my argument is that they're sort of shooting themselves in the foot by creating such a pattern this downloadable content. I mean, maybe not. Maybe because I clearly didn't buy it when it first came out. Well, you, I'm are, not you their, are not. I don't their think, demographic. Yeah, I don't think you're a Mortal Kombat connoisseur. You're just you're in that extra market that they don't get to access until they drop their price real low. I guess. But you like, I, the price was significantly dropped today with that gold box deal, yeah. and I still didn't it's buy still it. Still not enough. Because specifically because I thought to myself, no, no, because then I'm going to be pissed off and yeah. I'm going to want this other edition that comes out. When in, in reality, what, what would actually happen is I would play it. I would decide, oh, all right, I'm done with this game, and I'd never touch it again. But um, if I I told myself, like, if I'm going to play it, I'll at least play it with all the crap in it. So I'll wait until they release the big edition, which I'm sure will be sometime in the next couple of months. And then I'll get that when it drops in price again. And Fantastic. Yeah. I, I Actually, I don't think there's anything wrong with this, this strategy that they're taking. You know, I mean, it's, just, it's, that, it's the same basic, like, layering type of strategy that, they do all the time in, in these types of markets. You know, they, they release it at a high price. The people who really, 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 really want it first pay up for it. And then, it, you know, it stops selling. And then they're like, okay, then they cut the price. And then it sells some more. And then yeah, they cut and, the price. You know, if I wasn't more. personally invested in this, I'm sure I would see the logic in it as well. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, I can, I can argue the other side. Like, normally you release a game and then you drop the price. But it's, it's fallen into oblivion at that point. Like, nobody bought the game. Or the, for the people who didn't buy the game in the first couple months their mind is totally blind to its existence anymore. So it drops price and a few more people buy it, great. But basically then it just sits on the shelves until GameStop or whatever runs out of stock and you can only buy it on the internet from Amazon or whatever. Um, but doing what I've said that they're probably going to do, right, release it with this extra content, means like you've got a new skew and a new facing on the wall 
for for people to be interested in when they walk in the store and a new reason yeah, for people to want to come buy the game even even people who liked it originally you buy it again so you can give someone the old one and now you've got the new content but that's why i'm not so sure if they're actually going to go through with it because that's that takes a lot of effort on their part to actually do no not really i mean not for a publisher that has that that experience anyway we'll see right so uh Logically, it really does make sense because it's basically like a, a re-grand opening of this game to release it with all the extra content. So, anyway, they're screwing me. I'm not playing it yet because of that, and that's why I'm unhappy. Anyway, we'll be right back. Hey, it's me, Mario. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. Well, we're back. Um, do you want to do you want to do this right now? Yeah, let's do this right now. Can I point out one one thing that we may not have noticed before? Look at the screen. Do you see a typo in the giantest font that's on this page? <laughs> September. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, those halcyon September. Days we're gonna put something in 40, 40 font and not copy edit it. That's what we're gonna do. You know, if it's if the text is big enough, your spelling is really optional. They did use the word pwned, and I guess there's no spell check for that. Yeah, and um, that's probably all we're gonna tell you about what we're talking about in terms of identifiable information. Because okay. We don't. I don't want to give these people the hits. Yeah. Let me preface it. it. Ara is this is this is his baby. He brought it into the studio. This story, and so uh, hopefully, first of all, we won't talk about it for more than two minutes but beyond that um the people involved are such mooches and leeches of of internet society that we don't even want to mention their website so we're yeah not going to. yeah so we're going to um you know we've got anti-barbara streisand effect measures in place but um yeah in light of that right so like a year ago right there was like the site called what game crush game crush we're all familiar yeah and the whole stick with this was like, oh, you know those cam sites, you know, where you watch um, a lady do things? Yes. Right? And I've, then I certainly know them. And then sometimes you pay your money to do other things, right? Now, the whole idea with Game Crush was, well, one of the things that the lady does is play video games. Well, that was specifically what Game Crush was for. Right. And, and but she would actually play, be playing games with you. You wouldn't just watch her playing a game. Right, and this is what these people are, are doing, although they're kind of like branching out into four different directions at once. I don't see that they're actually playing games. I think they advertise yeah. it as playing games with you, but I think they're just well, they're not doing Well, they're not doing anything right now, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're advertising that they're going to do something that's kind of like a game crush, and I'm just thinking like, okay, you, I mean, you told me over the break yourself that you've, you've met some people who do game crush, and who actually are the, the people who are supposed to be earning money from it. And they don't even typically earn money. Yeah. So when we were at E3, um, at the end of it, when you're, you know, tired and beat down, want to go home, and everyone's sort of standing around, just making their their last stand with people that they meet as they walk out and chatting for a bit. It happens inevitably every year. Um, there was a, a group of these Game Crush girls walking around, handing out their cards. You know, they have like baseball card style cards. Certainly. And um, and Molly was there, and Molly's a Game Crush girl, although she doesn't actually participate in it. She signed up and, and right. had done it like once, and then a webcam died or something. And then she realized it was a total and, waste of time and no money was to be made. Anyway, so so she did it, and I, I was like, oh, girls, come here, check it out. 
you guys are Game Crush Girls, and Molly, she's a Game Crush Girl, and so they, you know, got to chatting. Yeah. And it was funny, because I was, like, you know, I was obviously wanting to know how much money they make and whatever. She's like, oh, right. I don't even make any money. I, I lose money on this. Presumably because she made these baseball card style cards for herself <laughs> and had to get into e3 and like hotel and whatever i'm sure she's spending money and probably not making anything on game crush so i don't, yeah. I don't understand her motivation she just said she liked doing it yeah but um there was a group of them and they're all i don't know very emo for looking. for the girls i mean you know if you like doing it that's fine right but here's the part that doesn't add up for me right i can't understand how this is interesting for guys because it's not like, I mean, if there's any state where a girl that's physically hot is the most unattractive, it's when she's engaged in something that has absolutely nothing to do with being attractive. And when she's doing it only because you're paying her. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, think about it, right? I mean, the cam stuff, there's a market for because there's a demand to watch girls do things on video, right? For yes. you when you pay them. Like, and they're looking at you, not like at the computer screen trying to play a game, right? That that makes sense. Like you could understand why somebody would be willing to pay money for this. This other thing, on the other hand, I don't. I just don't get it. Why would? How is this attractive proposition for any guy? It's like, even if it's the hottest girl in the world, it's like let's put her in a situation where she we're just going to guarantee that she is going to give you the least hot visual representation of herself because she's trying to play a game and beat you or trying to perform at some activity that has nothing to do with pleasing you. Molly did point out that the one time she did it, the first thing out of the guy's mouth is basically like, um, you know, I'll tip you if you show me boob. Yeah. That was pretty much. How, and and how you know what? That's down. like the subtext with the whole thing, right? Cause it's like, Oh, we're just playing, but then, okay. You know, whatever you do between the guy and the girl is between you two. Right, and then so there's that subtext. I think we need to give a little bit more description about what's going on here. So there's there's uh, two ladies who I'm pretty sure are just cam girls. That's yeah, I think. Well, they're 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 real gamers too. I mean, don't forget that. <laughs> well, I guess they are real gamers because they have an NES light zapper. Um, but but they're just cam girls, and they want to get some more attention on on their cam sessions. They so do. they made up a website with a name that we're not going to mention. And uh, they just want to get you to cam with them. And they'll probably, like, if you're camming with them, they'll play a game. And so, like, they'll play Gears of War 3 with you. Right. Great. And I'm like, what a, what an absolute, like, waste of my money. You know, I'm like, get off that game and let's put my money to work here. Yeah. And in case you missed it, on uh, September 20th, 2011, at 4 p.m., which was earlier today, what, six and a half hours ago, um, they uh, they got together to play Gears of War 3. And there's, you know, a picture of, of her... Uh, of one of these girls getting the game just after midnight in California. Yeah. Um, and it's... One of them... You want me to read the line at the end? One of them doesn't need makeup, but one of them does. I suspect both of them need heavy makeup. But I would love for you to read the line at the bottom of the webpage for all the listeners. First of all, I'll describe the site. It's basically your... Uh, I made this site on front with front page 10 years ago site, which is hilarious, yeah. right? e- Even though, like, now now everyone's going to type this in into Google after you read it, and they're going to find this and give them hits that way. Um, will so, they? I think they will. Damn, so, it, so, is, it is text. But anyway, if but you really want to find it. But it's still it, worth it, and it's not worth really looking it up. So at the bottom me. of the page, it just says, Attention tool bags and haters. Don't waste your time sending us your blah, blah, blah. We don't care. And Highly professional. Yeah, well... 
I wouldn't expect much from a cam girl, but my favorite part is that I there's zero punctuation much from a radio in that show sentence. Host. But um, it's uh, it's fantastic, <laughs> and of course there's links on this is, to is their YouTube bags? channel that has zero YouTube is that videos. A new, is that a new euphemism, tool bag? I'm using it. I definitely am using it from now on. You're such a tool bag. Yeah. Uh, you're so you're so like useful and uh, and easy to carry around. Well, they are from the Cali- from California, like the Valley in California. So yeah. they, you know, they have all these words that we don't know yet because we're only. I think Arizona. that there's just there's so many bags where they are that there was a Freudian slip. Anyway, you can become a gamer girl if you want. Their website will tell you how. It involves emailing someone, not even at their domain name, but at Gmail. And um, yeah, it's it's kind of like a. It seems really. Can I can I say half-assed? Yeah. It's really half-assed. Oh, it's not even half. It's not even me. So, <laughs> I don't know why this is so interesting to us. I guess the funny part is the website, which is what we're not if telling they were, you. If they were doing it whole-assed, they would have their own streaming service like Game Crush does. You know, but they're like, it's like they're piggybacking off of like some other cam site that they're members of. Yeah. Well, the best part, too, is that there's a big graphic that Which says, may not even be legal, by the way, but... Click here to get in the okay. game, and I click... Yeah, there's nothing. It's, there, you can't click. You can't, you can't. It does nothing. Well, oh, anyway. Well. Okay, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Right on. That's It just opened today, guys, and they've got over a million hits. Good for them. What else do we want to talk about today? So, oh, my lord. Do you want to talk about Inifune, or... No, I, I mean, I, I love the guy, but no. Um... Okay, so there's. I wanted to talk about this research study. Okay, now has I don't know if this is ever. I really hope to God this hasn't happened to you, Alan. But apparently, researchers are saying that there's this thing called game transfer phenomena, or GTP. And so on GamePolitics.com, there's an entry about this. There's a story about this, and they say that. Uh, Here's an example, right? To quote them directly, the most extreme examples of GTP involve players claiming that they reach for a search button when looking for someone in a crowd or see energy bars near people's heads. Some of the players surveyed also claimed that they felt the need to press buttons even when a controller was not in their hands or they would visualize menus of topics to think about. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, this happens? Do people? This is really happening to people. Um, I mean, I sometimes I wish I could have a search button that is magical and just appears, but I don't like inadvertently motion my hands to expect one to be there. Uh, I've I've definitely experienced visualization of game related things, specifically Dance Dance Revolution arrows. Like, well, like, okay, you got to tell me about this. Well, you've I'm sure you've heard this before. P- people talk about seeing uh, Tetris blocks falling. After playing Tetris for a long time. But, like, I would play Dance Dance Revolution for, like, eight hours one day. And then when I go to bed, like, yeah. my my mind is so focused on that. Yeah. And, and the game is is really, you're staring at the same thing over and over and over and over, right? It's just arrows scrolling on a screen. Right. Um, you know, you close your eyes and, and all you can see... These arrows but that's up. like that's like I mean that's just like a persistence of memory. You yeah, know? that that's not like I'm confused and I think that the crowd of people has uh, search capabilities. Know, yeah, or yeah. energy bars yeah. or something. And, and, that's and that's so, a little bit different. Although I I also like after playing Grand Theft Auto I drive around more aggressively. That I mean that's one thing. I think this what they're explaining here what I just read is like a categorically like another echelon above that. It's like schizophrenia. 
It's, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, do you really, like, I, like, do you really think that there's a search bar, like, just somewhere in space or, like, in a book? Have you ever seen the show Misfits? It's a BBC show. No. Like, superhero kids. No, missed that one. I'm sure some of our listeners have seen it. There's actually um, a character in this game who sees the world. Uh Um, It, it doesn't talk about Grand Theft Auto specifically, but basically he's playing the, the character in Grand Theft Auto. Okay. And uh, he sees the world as a video game, like, and he sees like level one, level two, and he has to accomplish certain goals. And one of those goals is, you know, like, kill this gangster guy. And so he'll come across someone and it, in the real world and decide that that's the person he's supposed to kill. And so okay. then these other people in the real world are like running away from him because he's he's walking at them with a gun. But it's funny because he walks like a video game character and he talks like a video game character and he's driving this Ferrari or sports car around, right? Um, hmm. Anyway, you should see that episode because it's funny. Yeah. Anyway, this 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 game transfer phenomena thing. I I don't know. I don't think it's real. I want to hear from re, uh, listeners if they've actually experienced this. Right. And I mean, you have to be genuinely mentally disturbed. I yeah. I want to I want to hear if anyone has actually done this. Right. Not in the sense of like what Alan described. Like I played DDR for nine hours and now all I can think of are arrows. Right. But something a little more extreme. You know. Something further than just seeing Tetris blocks falling? Something like people claiming they reach for a search button. That I can doesn't just imagine exist. that. Like with your hand, you just search for... I don't know. That's what I don't understand. Like there... Wouldn't it be like you, you reach for your keyboard to type a search word in? Yeah, I don't know. I, can't, I have no explanation for this. Okay, so I don't know. Let's move on from it. But uh, yeah, I mean, please tell us and then... You know, we'll send the uh, people with the giant butterfly net to your house. Okay. So, uh, one thing that seems like we would have talked about already, the obvious, is something that I suppose we're going to break, and I will talk about when we get back from break. Sounds like a great deal. That's how obvious it is. We'll be right back. Once again, you're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. And while you're listening, go to UAT.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology. Now, I said that I would talk about something that should uh, should talk, be talked about this week. Okay. It's a big deal. At least it seems like a big deal. Gears of War 3? No. Um, the whole uh, kids played some science game and cracked the AIDS thing. Have you, they not, got what? Have you not read about they this? They got AIDS by playing a science no, game? No, they didn't get this. So, um, you know, on the PS3, you can run the fold at home, folding at home app. Yeah. Right, which you don't actually do. It just runs. It takes pulls in data from the web that sciencey people uh, need calculated. Yes. They need things to happen, and so you use the extra power on your computer or on your PS3 or whatever to run this protein folding. And something. this this program gave someone AIDS. No. So um, more recently than that. Than the developer of Folding at Home, people created this game called, uh, I think, Fold It. Do I have that right? Yeah, Fold It. Where you actually go in and you manipulate something. So you're, ac- you're actually playing. You're not just uh, 
using you're trying to fold the protein power. yourself this was wasn't this the experiment they did to see if humans could be better at doing this than the the computer algorithms I, I don't know if what you're thinking is that is this, but you pretty much just described it. Yeah, I think so it's, yeah, I think they put it in front of people and they let them mess around with it. And I, I think it's a bunch of people working on the same problem together um, asynchronously right? Or, or at the same time and not at the same time. Right. But no, I, no, they kind of made a game yeah. out of it. It's like a stage, like the faster you do it, the more points you get or whatever, or the more efficient. Yeah, I got to be honest. Do I don't know the details of it, but it is an, something that's genuinely interactive right yep. you use it and there's some scoring involved yeah it's a game it's a, yeah. literally a game and so uh, so they created this and apparently there's this one particular thing they were working on that has to do with like aids and monkeys or something um some protein that will help them do something really i don't care something right computer power couldn't do it and then in three weeks these these people got the answer the people with the, AIDS? whoever whoever played it these people with aids yes the people with aids yes they, they thought they would do one thing before they die and that's Anyway, um, that's pretty phenomenal to me, right? It shows, you know, we've got computing power, but we've got actual people. It shows the value of people. It shows the value of gaming. Um, actually putting it, like, to genuine good use of something that can actually help society, yes. or at least monkey society. Um, that's phenomenal. I think this is great. And uh, I don't know what else to say about it other than the fact that, hey, that's awesome. And uh, I wonder if the gaming community will ever get credit for something like that when all of the the D-bag senators and whatever talk about, you know, how horrible games are. This is, this is some great tool, thing we'll have. Tool bag tool senators? Bags. Yeah. We'll have this in our back pocket to be like, oh, well, you know, who figured out how to fold that protein that saved monkeys from getting AIDS? Huh? That was that was people playing games. So screw off, right? Yeah. This is good. Had you not heard I'm, about this? I'm with you. No, I just saw I just saw like roast beef, and I usually like roast beef, but I didn't pay attention. That's that's just the image. On yeah, the, on the joystick article. Is it like it's going to be? I think in about three years, it's going to be a standard that all blog articles must have a picture that does not directly have anything to do with the article. That's true. Only must have indirect association. That's sort of like the titles of our weekly program. Okay, uh, the there podcast. you go. I don't know if you even knew that I did that. Now I do. Yeah. All right. I got I got a couple tidbits. We're like, uh, what do we got? Like twenty minutes left. We've got a couple tid minutes, minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. So over one of the breaks, right? I was showing you this screenshot. It was not a screenshot. It was actually a photograph. And apparently, I think this is coming from the UK. But you, if you bought, let's see, um, Gears of War three from the UK from GameStop, you got a message got a printed piece of paper with your game that says congratulations on your purchase of gears of war 3 at www.gamestop.co.uk this you mail order it right yes this is how you get this piece of paper here's the kicker please note that this game should not be played until midnight 19th september yeah which is funny very funny. Does this work? Is this legally, like, is this kosher? Can they do this? Well, what's funny is, first of all, uh, midnight is the first minute of the day, right. not it's the actually, last yeah, minute of the day. It's actually should the be midnight the 20th. Yes. On top of that, it's England, right. and they should be able to play it even earlier, right? Because that's that was a release date in America. Right. They should be able to play Maybe, it. Maybe. I don't know how it goes across time zones like that. Or I guess later. Right. Even. They, they should they have to have, wait till six six a.m. Because to it's play like a it. totally different territory. So do they have the same day, or is it later, or is sometimes it the same they release time? at different time. I think this was a uh, released at the same time. Yeah. 
But, but they should this, have had to wait till six in the morning. This is like, does this does this work? Like, does this effectively like legally protect the the GameStop from anything? It, I suspect it was simply a move to say, "Hey, Epic, we we discouraged people from playing this game in advance <laughs> because if they <laughs> please, you just bought this and you own it, but don't play it until four more hours." No, but there's contracts with these big companies that say you're not gonna sell this game well early, sure sure right? but this is like this is Breaking like a sublime example of like legal chicanery like having absolutely no impact whatsoever on real life yeah but they just did it to cover their butts and I, what's gonna happen like as a result of this story and, and perhaps other similar stories will be that the future contracts because the mail order game purchasing hasn't been around for a terribly long time certainly not as long as this, the concept right. of street see, see when I, I ordered Disgaea they could have, instead of like keeping it at the delivery center until the day I was supposed to have it, they could just send it to me right away and say, hey, just don't play this for two more days. They could have, yes. And you pr- probably would have been a gentleman. Wink, wink. And waited. Right, because that happens. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, the, now their contracts in the future, I'm sure, are just going to say... You know, give you a day of leeway. Like, if it's ordered mail order, either you take precautions to make sure they don't get it in time. Like, you can ship it the day before. But yeah. when they get it is another story. And when they're allowed to pl- they're allowed to play it as soon as they get yeah, it. If whatever. they just had, like, a shipping date, then I think that would simplify matters, right? Like, the retailer is not allowed to ship before this date. Yeah. But I guess the problem really comes when they re- the retailers really get them before. You know, so they have some well, it kind depends of... Well, it depends on the game. Certainly, big, but they have, got, in they, they have gotten games this, in advance. This sometimes. one certainly qualified. This one I'm yeah. sure they had for several days. So they have like this kind of modicum of discretion, I think, with regards to like, do I completely ignore this embargo or respect it? And this was their, you know, wanting to get it to them on time. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's funny. It is. Sure. Totally. All right. How much time do we have left? Um, thirty seconds. One minute. One whole minute. Yeah. Two minutes. One wow, minute. I'm so privileged. All right. I think I think the last thing that uh, we should cover here is this um this new Netflix Quickster thing. Yeah. What do you what do you make of this? Because I, I frankly I'm a bit mystified about why they're doing this in the first place. Well, here here's my take. So Netflix a while ago split off. They said where we were doing DVDs and streaming is one thing, which originally was just DVDs. We added streaming. Now we're going to separate it into two businesses. Charge you a lot more if you want to do both. Um, which will get them a lot more revenue, uh, although a lot of people left the DVD service, myself included. Um, and now they're changing the names so that they have two different identities. And the reason they're doing this, I'm going to tell you, although this is not official, I suppose, is that eventually DVD shipping will completely die, right? We all know that streaming is going to be the only way you get games in the future and movies and all that, because it's pretty much always already there, at least with movies. So... Uh, Quickster is going to be able to die and not affect the stock price of Netflix because it's a totally different company now. Even though they're, they say like, hey, we're we're totally the same company, yeah. but when it comes down to paper, it's different. Uh, and so they're basically protecting Netflix from the ravages of the death of DVD shipping. All right, I'll buy that. What's dumb to me is that it started off as a DVD service, right? And then it went to the streaming. Well, Netflix, the original is a cooler name than Quickster. Than well, that's Quickster. true. They're like, let's choose a bad name so we can be sure that it'll tank. But the the name, the company that's changing is the one that started it. Yeah, it's a little ironic. But you're right, because they want to keep the name Netflix. Anyway, that's the end of the show, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week. At least I will be. I may or may not be. Good night, guys.
You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.